Hello and welcome to another exciting edition of the School Safety Free Period Podcast. I'm Amanda Klinger. And I'm Dr. Amy Klinger. And we are with the Educators School Safety Network. We're a national nonprofit organization and we provide school safety training and resources and technical assistance to schools. But every once in a while, we're a little less serious and we're a little less academic. And we have the School Safety Free Period where we talk about news from the school safety world that is too absurd to be true, but it is true. Uh, typically, Dr. Klinger talks about things that she has come across, and I giggle quite a bit, and then we try to have some takeaways so that it's not just pure entertainment. It's it's edutainment. And we talked about this you know, a few podcasts ago. It's tough um, in the post-Parkland world mm-hmm. sometimes to talk about some of these things that are funny and absurd um, because there rarely is anything that's funny and absurd. Yeah. But I think it's important for us to sort of see this kind of global view beyond just this one catastrophic sort of events of active shooters. So I'm going to start out. You can't look. You can't look at it. She's trying to cheat because typically she doesn't know. And I, or sometimes I don't know, but most of the time I bring it and she doesn't know. So she's trying to look at the computer because it's a podcast and she thinks I won't see her. But my administrative eyes are in the back of my head as well. So anyways, so we're going to start out by apologizing to our bus drivers because um, in our last school safety news, we had a couple serious stories of issues tragedies. with bus drivers yeah. well, and, 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 bus, and yeah. bus accidents and so on. Um, so I'll start out by saying I would no more be able to be a bus driver than probably pretty much anything else. So I this is not a knock on bus drivers. Were you but trying, our theme today is were about trying, buses. Were you trying in a really grammatically awkward way saying I am not capable or qualified? I could no be... more drive a bus than I could do. I don't know what else. So you didn't. You what did you, I say? Not that. That's what I said. Mm. We'll rewind it. Good news. The people can rewind <laughs> and see which one of us was correct. <laughs> Okay, well, anyways, um, so this is a situation that just happened. It's super, super timely. Um, so this actually happened Friday morning. Uh, the students, um, this is at a high school in Pennsylvania, um, had a visitor. Um, someone got on the bus Friday morning. Um, the bus got to, this person got on the bus. The bus got to school. Um, somebody, thankfully, because apparently this this school, this high school has worked on disclosures. Uh, someone notified the SRL that, hey, nobody knows this guy that got on the bus. Wait, like an adult? Like um, so the SRO is now looking for mm-hmm. this person who has now come into the school with everyone else. So this guy gets on the bus, rides the bus to school, gets off the bus and goes into the school. Trying with everyone just trying to relive those glory days now let's keep in mind that the person that reported that is not the driver who ostensibly should know yeah the students getting on and off the bus now this is a high school so um so eventually the sro finds the 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 guy who is inside the gym (laughs) uh he leaves the gym runs out of the school they leave they have a merry foot chase into the parking lot, across the street. Did you do the, that Benny Hill music? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they end up arresting him. So this is a 20-year-old that they arrested who told them he had spent the night partying and drinking and he boarded the bus because he believed it would take him closer to his home. <laughs> he thought it was like a public bus? No, he just knew that 
the bus would eventually end up at the school and the school was closer <laughs> to his home. Now, I don't... Andy thought it was going to bring him Taco Bell. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't elaborate on what he thought he was doing in the school in the gym. Yeah, I was going to say... Because you he, think he would just get off the bus and then stagger the rest of the way. Did he live in the gym? Is uh, that what it was? I, I don't know. Um, so he apologized um, that he was being stupid and not thinking um, and that he was scaring everyone and so on. But the school official said that he made it onto the bus because he looked just like any other high school student. Except so, drunk. I was going to say, so Except what does so that drunk. say? <laughs> All of our students are very mature and drunk. Are <laughs> uh, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, the bus drivers aren't, this is a quote, Bus drivers are instructed to watch oncoming traffic while students are boarding to ensure vehicles obey crosswalk and flashing light rules. This does not obviate the fact that he should have never have been allowed to board a bus. It just explains how it happened. <laughs> um, he made it undetected into the school because he entered with a crowd of students. He sim simply blended, and this is the media's word, into the mob. Um, but one sophomore indicated that she saw him and she knew something was off because she said he was, quote, rapping a song or something. <laughs> <laughs> so our students, our typical high school students at this school are drunk and <laughs> mature looking. And but, rapping. But no, in never. The gym. No, never rapping. That's, oh, that's right, how they because found the it rapping out. is rapping. Distinguishes This is like from everyone this else. This is the town of Footloose. Our kids that's are mature right. and drunk, but never rapping. That's a bridge too far. That, that, that could be. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And so, I guess, huh. before we do the takeaway, because there are some good takeaways I here. Have a couple takeaways. Um, the school district outlined their plans to make sure this doesn't happen again by including a bus pass system or an ID swipe system. What? Or, you know, we could do just pay attention to who the hell's getting on the bus. Look at the kid. But no, no, hey, no. You're 45. Hey, father time, this isn't your bus. <laughs> why not, you know, why Jeez. use a simple, free, and effective solution when you could purchase a shiny technological yeah. that will take a simple problem and make it more complex? So there you go. That's solutions in 2019. Well, my takeaway. So, would you my, like to do well, the takeaway? My takeaway was going to be why can't we just look look at traffic and then quickly look at the kids? I mean, when I drive, I'm able to look at the front and then check my blind spot and look in the front again. Can I mean, we just said that neither one of us is capable of driving a bus. I bet our bus drivers are capable of checking traffic and making sure people are stopping. Okay, given but let's a, not even a quick glance and see: Are you a student or? Okay, who but are let's you? not throw the bus driver under the bus. No, I'm not. Do you I'm, see what I did there? Yeah, I did see. I'm not. I'm saying the bus drivers. I'm sure are capable of looking at traffic and but maybe checking. It's a possible that if they go into the school in a mob, that they <laughs> that they climb on the bus in a drunken mob or in a mob. Maybe he was surrounded by people that were not rapping and they I don't know but it is possible that he could have gotten on the bus with the group of people and somebody didn't see him I I'm maybe willing to go mm, yeah, that far okay. but the point being if we have adequate supervision on the bus we mm -hmm. could pick him up if we had adequate supervision when we're getting off the bus we could go hey who is the new kid staggering into the building rapping <laughs> who is that I mean, so if we had adequate supervision, um, do we have disclosures? And the fact that the student found the re the SRO, mm -hmm. why would we not tell the first person we see? Well, maybe because there wasn't anyone to, to tell. You know, that's a really interesting point. And I feel like we read in a lot of these things, 
oh, we're going to tell the SRO. Oh, we're going to tell the SRO. Yeah, like I got to yeah, wait yeah, so I can and, find the SRO well, to tell him. You know, and and even in trainings before, we've heard, we have had people who have said to us, telling us stories of things that have happened in their schools. How they waited of, until they could it, find the SRO. Yeah, of how yes. students are reporting yes. stuff to the SRO. And you Not know just what? students. Well, that's true. And and it's great that we have SROs who are able to help us in, in, in situations like this. But why on earth can we not tell any adult person who is employed by this school, hey, this drunk man is not my classmate? Right. Well, and that's the question is, was there no one else to tell? So either way, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. If there's no one around to tell, that's a supervision problem. Mm-hmm. If there are people around to tell, but we go, don't these people me. don't know what they're doing. Don't. I got to go find the SRO. That's a problem too. Well, if the belief of the students mm-hmm. is that the only person that knows what to do in some sort of weird event like this is yeah. the SRO, then we have a larger problem at mm-hmm. the school as well. Yeah, and it, because there are so many issues and concerns where we want students to be telling us the things they know and the things that we're concerned about. Um, if the concern is my friend Nicole has started acting weird and I'm worried about her, do I need to wait and find the SRO? I mean, what right? Specific, in which case you specific? go, well, I'm not going to tell the SRO because I think she's using drugs and then she'll get busted. I mean, so now we're not even going to disclose to the SRO, right? I mean, and I think there's so few things where we truly only should be telling the SRO, which I don't even know what that would be. Like someone has a weapon. Still, just tell the first adult you see. So, yeah, I, I don't understand the, and I, and I think that is the impetus way to kick the impetus on that back to educators of we need to be, you know, building relationships with students and making it clear to students that you tell the first adult you see. And if that's the SRO, great. We're glad that that person's here to help. But if the first person you see is your math teacher, tell the math teacher because if they need to loop the SRO in, they'll be able to do that. Yeah, so in my mind's eye, he Did looks we have like a picture of this guy. The guy, no, but in my mind's eye, he looks like uh, the guy that played uh, in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, he looks Spicoli? like a cross between Spicoli and like someone from that guy from The Big Lebowski. You know, sort of like the long hair. I don't know, and I'm sure in Pennsylvania, that's probably not necessarily what it looked like. Do you think he had like he brought a white Russian onto the bus? There's a question. If he came onto the bus with a white Russian like Lebowski. Would I mean, it is kind of. I mean, it is. It, it is kind of interesting that, like, hey, I got to get across town. <laughs> <laughs> I am too drunk to drive. Well, hey, here comes the bus. Okay, so hey, here comes a kindergartner on a scooter. Hey, yeah, kid, can I hop on the back of your scooter? Yeah. Okay, so that one. Okay, so now the next one also has to do with the bus. And this one, I'm glad this is a podcast so that no one can see my face as I try to talk about this one. But this mm-hmm. one is probably worth wandering through the embarrassing parts to get to the takeaway. Okay. Okay. So this happened um, early, This ha- happened a little bit earlier this year. So this was uh, maybe a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a 54-year-old driver mm-hmm. who has been suspended indefinitely. The bus driver. The bus driver. Okay. Um, she threatened suicide because she was so horny she could not stand it. <laughs> Wait, and she... They suspended her for the, the driver suicide? said she woke up on Friday morning feeling overwhelmingly aroused and told her <laughs> husband she wanted to blow her brains out because of her strong sexual urge. What? The husband called 911, told the dispatcher that his wife woke up Friday morning, took four Valiums, and said she was going to kill herself. So she goes off to work to drive her bus, as you do. Wait, wait, wait. So you called 911 on someone and let them go to their uh-huh. job with children. Um, It gets better. 
Um, she also took his gun. Ooh. So, yeah. Um, okay. And he was calling 911 while she was gone driving to work with the four Valiums. The, the so gun. horny she's going to kill herself and the gun. It's a tough morning. <laughs> she's in no condition to drive, he told the dispatcher. She took my gun out of my car. So, yes, off to work we go to drive the bus. Um, the man's, apparently during this call, the man's wife called him. So now apparently he's merging the calls and appeared highly distressed as she screamed profanities into the phone, repeatedly said she couldn't handle her situation and threatened to blow her brains out. Um, she was, uh, the gun wait, wait, was found. I just want to say like a quick editorial note and I'm reading it. I know I'm not supposed to be reading it. When it's <laughs> repeatedly said she couldn't handle her situation and threatened to blow her brains out. That's not in quotes. That's just what the reporter is yeah, saying, same. as opposed to just threatening suicide. Yeah, sorry, that's but where we are with the continue with the with journalism, <laughs> journalism today. today. Okay, yes. continue. Um, but they they found the gun in the passenger seat of her vehicle in the um, in her purse, um, and though luckily um, she did not make it uh, to drive her bus, I believe they were able to get her um, before she actually drove the bus. Um, but what was kind of interesting um, is she was finally taken to a hospital for an involuntary mental health evaluation, mm -hmm. was released then with the clearance to return to work. Um, but the district had already arranged to cover her route with an oh, alternate plan. Um, but she resumed her, ride on, her route on Monday morning. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. But yet, then later on, it says that they are trying to get her removed from her route indefinitely. Um, so I don't know. Um, he also, they, you know, so they were concerned. <laughs> the school district, who is contracted, so she's contracted with a private contractor mm -hmm. as a bus driver for a private contractor. He, the, the district is concerned that they found it disturbing that she had suicidal threats, that she had taken drugs, and that she had a gun. Yes, 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 and yes. Were they concerned about the... Uh intense arousal or that part <laughs> we're less concerned about the intense arousal i i don't know huh. so um yeah that's why i feel you know feel bad piling on here but 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 here's <laughs> well I, I so many I so have, many things well no I, I have actually a really good takeaway that's hardly related to all of this um I, I think you know you talk about this sometimes in trainings of getting people to carve out space for themselves to go i'm going to make a decision on that in like two minutes because we do see a lot of times where people are making ostensibly poor decisions because there is this artificial notion of i gotta make a decision right now as opposed to okay this is what happened we we have a sub for a couple days we're going to do some investigation we have a sub for her route right for a couple days we're going to do investigation we're going to see is what is the situation here and we're going to make a decision very soon in a way that is best for all parties and that is appropriate and that we've done a thorough investigation as opposed to well she was cleared for work 
by the hospital therefore yeah. we're who gonna thinks her... what what does the hospital even know that she did she could have told them she mowed grass for right. a living and right. they went oh okay i mean i mean i don't know i don't know how that whole thing works right but just because somebody else down the line made right. a, a, a spur of the moment decision there's i'm just not down the line but far removed from it right but i think that does speak to the value of administrators especially carving out that space for themselves to go we are gonna we are going to act on this and we're going to be quick and we're going to be appropriate but I'm not making a snap decision. I'm not making an instant decision. Right, but the fact that you're bringing a gun with you to drive your school well, bus, to me, makes this a pretty quick decision. Well, which is... Right then. Which pump is not the brakes. Doing, right, yes. Did you see what I yeah. did there? Oh, man, you're good with these school bus puns today. <laughs> pump the brakes. We're done with this for now. Mm -hmm. And maybe, you know, we can revisit this down the road. But there's... Yeah, it's a non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting that the, that the final decision about her being allowed to resume her work is up to the bus company not to the school district yikes yeah i just thought that so was just, another I'm, but I'm what, sure it's part of their contractual right. you know relationship but, and, and but, it's you know and this is not the notion this has nothing to do with the podcast but it does you know let's have a quick five second aside it does kind of speak to some of the potential problems when you're subcontracting stuff mm -hmm. like this out mm -hmm. which i understand is a cost savings but there's another example where you've mm -hmm. lost some control. And so now the district is trying to sort of encourage them of, hey, we're concerned. We don't think she should be coming back here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and why does the district, you know, I don't know if the district has a right to say, nope, not that person. Um, so that's sort of a, a, mm. a different kind of issue. But, man, you talk about a good amount of liability all the way around. Um, and, it, and it really speaks to... The other thing that we didn't really talk about, but we've seen this in a couple of different incidents so far this, this school year and in the past, where, thank goodness, someone in the family stepped up. Mm -hmm. um, and we've seen that where, you know, mothers have called and turned in their own kids that were mm -hmm. building bombs. We saw that, you know, mm -hmm. a month or two ago. Mm -hmm. And I, and you know, I, I can only imagine the pain of an individual having to call 911 and, and you know, and do that, mm -hmm. but yet... It, thank goodness we need more of folks that that take the safety thing first and the embarrassment or the trying to hide it or I don't want anyone to know mm -hmm. becomes secondary to there's a critical safety concern here yeah. so kudos to those folks that are able to do that because that is a tough tough thing yeah. especially when it's someone you know so directly tied in your family yeah. well yeah I think you know obviously there still is an incredible amount of stigma around issues sure. of mental health mental health crises um, but I, I do think I'm, the takeaway, the positive takeaway for me is I, I think that tide is starting to turn. You know that you have folks who are who are making tough decisions um, for the health and safety of their loved ones and for the health and safety of folks, uh, generally speaking. So I mean, in this whole theme of bus drivers and bus issues and all that kind of bus things, you know, really, while we know that buses are still are very safe, mm -hmm. we also can't continue to just sort of be okay with anything and well we don't want to pay too much and so we're just going to take whoever will do this and we're going to sub this out because it's the cheapest way to do that mm -hmm. and and there's a lot of instances where mm -hmm. you're getting what you pay for which is not a great situation mm -hmm. um and so i think there is some a little bit of cautionary um thought there for school districts of is this really the best way to go in some of these situations and do we need to provide more training to drivers, more support to drivers, more, you know, maybe pay more or do something more to be able to get folks, you know, that that we feel that we have a lot of confidence in and, you know, and hats off to the folks out there doing it. Yeah. 
Well, so there you have it. Um, if you like this school safety free period, you can uh, please we ask that you rate um, or especially leave a review. Make sure that you're subscribed. You can always check out our other podcasts, which are school safety news podcast, which involves less giggling, um, but it, it does, does also have good takeaways and trying to help busy professional educators stay abreast of what's happening in the school safety world. Um, to find this podcast or that podcast or any of our other resources, you can always head to our website, which is www.eschoolsafety.org. We have all of this information. We have our blog. We have information to social media. We, you can sign up for our newsletter, which we send out pretty regularly. Um, we also can see information about our online on-demand courses, our online academy that's going to be launching soon. Um, and tons of other information. If there's something that you're looking for and you can't find, you can always email us a question, info at eschoolsafety.org. And if you have a colleague that you wish uh, listened to this or that they were able to get some of this information, just tell them. Tell them. Send them right to the website. Just tell them. <laughs> just <laughs> well, tell them about it. I just thought I'd, you know, offer a solution. Tell them. Tell them. Hey, send them to, to the, this. Send them to the website. So, there you go. <laughs> until next time, thanks.